0: Before I heard was silence, a rhapsody for you and me, and every melody is timeless. Life was bringing me along. Then you came and you put me. Welcome, welcome to the Luminous Star Channel. Mwah! Thank you guys and you so much for joining me today and tonight. I certainly hope you are taking care of yourself Um, now today I'm going to be talking about three mistakes that people make with narcissists please mind that description box below and I want to thank everyone who has recently become a new subscriber thank you so much for everyone who has been with me for quite some time thank you for continuing to support the luminous star channel okay three mistakes that people make with narcissists now I have made these mistakes myself So no judgment here, okay? Now, false assumptions. That's one of the mistakes that people make. Now, what do they do when they start making false assumptions? Uh, This means that he or she, they're not, um, you know, or they don't know how to express their desires and needs in relationships. You know, they just uh, assume that the other person knows what they need and want. This is a huge mistake okay so uh, one of the things that we want to learn how to do is to express our desires and needs in relationships now when it comes to narcissists and some cluster personality types what they do is they groom other people that they target for source supply to think feel and behave a particular way which means that he or she you know they may be quite the people pleaser this is another sign of codependency by the way okay when people are guessing What the other person needs or or wants in the relationship so we have to learn how to express our desires and needs in the relationship now the next false assumption is that um, we okay well you know we assume that others practice and respect the same principles that we do and this is just not the case just in life in general okay people they grow up differently some of us you know we grow up the same way but Really, on the grand scale of things, when you meet people, you will find that not everybody will share your values, which is, that's the next uh, false assumption. But people, sometimes they don't practice what you practice, okay? I may not see things the way you do. You may not see things the way I do. So um, when it comes down to practicing and respecting certain principles, hey, this, this, this varies from person to person, from place to place. When you go out into the world, you will find people practicing different religions. Some people are spiritual, some people are religious. Uh, for instance, some people they are they don't mind having open relationships or open marriage. They may be swingers, okay. You may have you and I grew up perhaps differently. You know, is you know, when you're with one person, you're with that one person. But some people they're a little bit more open uh when it comes to things like that. So when it comes down to Uh, what you practice and what you respect about uh, certain principles that you have. Just just don't assume that everybody has those. Now, this is how a lot of people have gotten hurt, especially when it comes to the narcissist. Um, And that is, you know, assuming that the narcissist sees things as they do. Okay? And this is not always the case. Assuming that the narcissist may practice and respect your principles when he or she does not. Just look at all of the shenanigans that they pull. Okay, um, so don't assume that everybody practices and respects the same principles that you do. Okay, so the other false assumption is that, um, you know, sometimes what we do is that uh, we, uh, we don't accept that, you know, sometimes other people that we meet don't share our values. Now, I mentioned that before, but uh, just assuming that, you know, you will sometimes uh, meet people who don't share your values, it's going to probably make you uh or help you be a happier person okay that way you, you know some people they can become very critical and judgmental because they may find out that the narcissist that they were involved with um they just you know they don't share their values okay so it just helps to accept that you will sometimes meet others who don't share uh, your values and this is something uh, i have learned a long time ago in my life okay I think I actually got that one down pat when I was a teenager, now that I think about it. But anyway, uh, the other false assumption is understand that no one can read your mind. This kind of goes right into expecting other people to know what you need and desire in the relationship. But that just don't work. Uh, Communication is very powerful. And uh, of course, you know, the narcissist uh, shows that they don't value communication uh a lot of their relationships are superficial so when it comes down to you understanding that no one can read your mind this is going to help out a lot okay so you know we just have to accept that the narcissist is just not interested in reading your and reading your mind for the right reasons yes they try to they try to uh uh come off like they are psychics but um no uh the, not even a narcissist can really read your mind but sometimes they can come off like they're psychics, like they know what you're thinking and what you're feeling and what you're going to say next. That's because of something called the grooming process. When the narcissist grooms people for source supply, they study them. They, make it, they mimic them. Remember, the narcissist wears masks at all times until it busts up and cracks. And then they're exposed. And then they, they grab for what? The shape-shifting. So when it comes right down to it, the narcissists, they are quite the mind screw, but, um, they, they really, at the end of the day, they really can't read your mind. Uh, sometimes some people say, well, gosh, my narcissist, you know, they, they just knew what I was thinking and feeling. That's because they were grooming you for a long time to think, feel, and behave in a particular way that would pretty much ensure that they would obtain source supply from you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, try to, try to, um, you know, give yourself credit here, you know, you have survived, and now you're thriving past the narciss past the narcissistic codependent relationship. Okay, because understand that no one can read your mind, and I do know sometimes it can be a little spooky, <laughs> a little eerie when narcissists seem to be able to be so psychic that they can read your mind. No, uh, narcissists cannot read your mind. It just goes. It it just really goes with them studying you and uh, mimicking you. In order to obtain source supply okay so uh the other false assumption is that you have personal definitions of love relationships and forgiveness and so does everyone else guess what the narcissist also has personal definitions of love relationship and forgiveness okay narcissist for instance when it comes down to forgiving them you can do this this is a very intimate and personal thing when you choose to forgive so don't assume that the narcissist will will love you and care for you and treat you any differently just because you forgive him or her for the shenanigans that they have pulled for all the hurt all the pain all the trauma all the drama okay no no no. they don't they don't because remember narcissists and some cluster personality types they have a strong sense of entitlement so what does that mean they feel they perhaps feel entitled to you forgiving him or her because they want you to in order to obtain more supply from you, okay? Rather than being grateful that you forgive him or her. Let that one sink in for a minute. Narcissists and some cluster B personality types, they do not value other people forgiving him or her. They have a strong sense of entitlement. They're too egotistical for that. They don't, you know, they more than likely he or she will look at that you are forgiving him or her as something that they are entitled to they're not grateful for okay so they do have personal definitions of love and relationships everyone does though you can go in the you can go to the dictionary and look up those three words love relationship and forgiveness those are the traditional definitions Of those three words but then when you go inside and you start asking yourself some critical questions such as how do you see love how do you view relationships and what does forgiveness mean to you you will find that you also have personal definitions of those three words so don't think that the narcissist doesn't they do they lack empathy they usually use those three things against people think about it they use love against people they use relationships against people and forgiveness. All of these things are sources of supply for him or her. Alright, so with the uh second thing, the second mistake that people make when it comes to narcissists is they have unrealistic expectations. Okay, so discontinue to make bargains in order to get your way. Now, who does that sound like? Yeah, the narcissist. Now I'm not calling you a narcissist, I'm just saying that narcissists, they tend to do this. This is one of their main shenanigans. They will bargain. But let's not forget, a lot of uh, individuals who have narcissistic personality, um, they believe their own lies. They manipulate so much. And so this goes right into bargaining. Some people say that uh, they bargain with the devil. Okay? So they get their 30 pieces of silver in order to do what? Well, to think that they have one up on you. Okay? Okay. To leave you picking up the pieces in a relationship to have you uh guessing and perhaps even experiencing uh pain and um uh, trauma okay so discontinue to make bargains in order to get your way that is another way of saying um you know manipulating people in order to get your way now that is the narcissist cup of tea don't make it yours now when a narcissist is served his or her tea it is usually cold and bitter that, don't let that be you. So don't have that type of unrealistic expectation of not only a, a narcissist, but anyone else. Okay? So discontinue to make bargains in order to get your way. The other thing that's an unrealistic expectation is that, uh, you know, I just want you to remember that you're not obligated to save or rescue the narcissist. What does that sound like? Codependency. Every narcissistic relationship has subtle signs of codependency, okay? So remember that you are not obligated for the narcissist. You are not obligated to make sure that their emotional state is, in, uh, is uh, top-notch. That's their responsibility, but they lack empathy. Therefore, they don't emotionally regulate. So remember that you are not obligated to save or rescue the narcissist okay because that sounds like codependency and that is a trap by the way that's how people end up in the sunken place for a long period of time when it comes down to the narcissistic codependent relationship the other unrealistic expectation is that some people do not accept that others do not have to change for him or her okay and guess what you don't have to change for others any you know as well You don't have to change for anyone and get in, you know, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings when I say this, but I think it must be said the narcissist does not have to change for anyone. So when at the end of the day, this means that it is best that we accept that others do not have to change for anyone. At the end of the day, we all change when we are good and ready. This includes the narcissist or those who have a narcissistic personality. Uh, and as well as those who have a cluster B personality. Okay. So, um, yeah, these are the unrealistic expectations that we often have of narcissists. The third mistake that people make when it comes to narcissists is that they idealize him or her. Okay. So let's, let me break that down. Anticipating when it comes to superior sexual techniques. Uh huh. It's getting hot now, right? (laughs) But yes, sometimes when it comes down to those who have a narcissistic personality, uh, sometimes it says, it, it is said that uh, they, they, they have very good sexual techniques, okay? Um, but don't anticipate that. Because that is what gets people in trouble, especially when it comes to the narcissist. Sometimes the narcissist will disappoint people in bed. Just think about it. All the shenanigans that they pull, all the drama... All the diabolical tactics that they engage in can be pretty selfish right very selfish extremely selfish the way I look at that is if somebody is going to that extent to be very selfish they're probably a selfish lover meaning they're probably not gonna care (laughs) uh, dearly squat about if I get mine or not in bed if you know what I mean okay (laughs) so uh, don't anticipate yeah that your narcissist or any narcissist for that matter has a superior sexual um technique or uh, superior sexual techniques okay because sometimes uh yeah they will disappoint okay and sometimes what they do with their sexual partners is that they like to humiliate instead of satisfying their partners okay uh i have heard stories about narcissists Um, turning over in bed and masturbating, okay, right in the middle of lovemaking. I'm not trying to embarrass anyone. Um, I'm just, you know, sharing with you all what what I've heard, right? (laughs) So uh, then the anticipation of the narcissist having superior sexual techniques or knowing how to please you is just false, okay? Don't make that mistake. Now, the other aspect of idealization is thinking that your partner will just know how to please you. Narcissists don't care anything about pleasing you unless they're going to get theirs. It kind of goes with the first aspect that I was just talking about, their sexual techniques, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, don't think that they're going to know how to please you, you know, because a lot of narcissists, yeah, they're too selfish and egotistical to care about pleasing you unless it's going to give them clout. It's going to put them in the spotlight. You may be somebody that they look at as a trophy partner. So when you're you're talking about them out there in them streets, they don't. The last thing the narcissist want out there is that they are poor lovers. Okay, so um, you know, just don't think that the partner knows how to please you. So the other aspect of idealizing the narcissist is that uh, you know sometimes we underestimate the value of communication. Now this goes double for the narcissists. Some cluster personality types are, um, you know, sometimes they don't, um, they don't uh, value communication either. Sometimes they'll just shut down, or they will withdraw, or they will assume that you know what's on their minds, and you're supposed to know uh, what to say and what to do at all given times. Well, that's just not realistic. So, underestimating the value of communication is one way we idealize one another and i'm just speaking in general here okay so the next aspect of idealizing a narcissist is when a person may expect him or her to behave the way that they want them to no it don't work that way the narcissist at the end of the day they're going to do what they want to do but guess what as an adult you also have that freedom to make choices okay so be the catalyst of a much-needed change in your own life. You can be this in other people's lives as well, but I'm telling you from experience, it is very powerful when you take the challenge, right, and you make the choices that will bring about necessary change. Be the catalyst of a much-needed change. This is very powerful. Of course, be a positive change, but at the end of the day, just don't expect others to behave the way you uh, want him or her to especially when it comes to the narcissist okay because uh source supply is what rules in his or her life they will do this by all means okay or by any means necessary they're going to get that supply at the end of the day because it is their false self images that uh they adhere to they are uh listening to or they adhere to okay so um don't expect them to behave the way that you want now the other aspect of ideal idealization, I'm getting tied here, <laughs> is that uh sometimes uh you know we place the narcissist on a pedestal. And guess what? Sometimes they place us on a pedestal. See the narcissist will idealize other people for the source supply. In other words, sometimes they will they will build people up to turn them down. So when Say the narcissist, say your narcissistic uh, partner idealizes you, right? Now they will idealize you to get the source supply, okay, until you fall from grace. And then this is when they start to do what? Smear campaign. See? It's all good until you fall from grace. In their eyes, when you fall from grace, then they will not waste any time smear campaigning. Now you're the worst person on the planet. You went from being the most wonderful person to the worst person. You see, narcissists and some personality types, they don't understand and understand that when you love someone, you know, and even when they show their shadow side, they're still loved. We may not like certain things that some of our loved ones do. At the end of the day, we still love him or her, okay? Sometimes we have to love certain people at a distance. But, Narcissism and some personality types, see, they don't have that type of concept. They don't look at it that way. Once you fall from grace, it's like they see you that way for a long time, if not for the rest of their life. Okay, so uh, be very careful about idealizing others. It's a very dangerous thing to do because this means that we're not leaving any room for love to happen. Relationships cannot grow, people cannot grow together when they when they idealize each other okay so uh these are the three mistakes that people often make when it comes to narcissists and this can actually keep them in the second place for a long period of time okay so uh tool number one manage expectations of self and others tool number two accept that people outgrow relationships see every relationship has uh, a purpose All relationships have purpose. Sometimes it's hard to see it at the time. You ever uh, notice that sometimes when a relationship is over, then you can see everything more clearly? (laughs) Well, that's what this is. When you accept that you have outgrown that relationship, sometimes when the relationship is about to end, we sometimes want to hold on to it. Um, Sometimes we don't accept that we have simply outgrown that relationship. Remember, people outgrow relationships all the time. Find the good in the goodbye usually it is for the best of all two number three remain open to love laughter learning and life okay your life has purpose never forget that the narcissist is, is always you know well I'm not going to say always narcissists and some of those who have narcissistic traits and close personality types sometimes what they do is they will turn other people down okay they, they sometimes they don't see the good. in the the other person when they don't do or say what they want them to sometimes they will put you down and sometimes we can forget who we are we can get lost in the sauce we can drown in that narcissistic codependent relationship which is highly addictive by the way therefore it's habitual so sometimes we can get stuck in this loop it can be like a twilight zone a parallel reality right So sometimes we can lose our way. We can forget that our life has purpose. Every life has purpose. Everyone is on this journey called life. Okay, so everybody has a story. And you can change your story at any given moment. Sometimes you have to change certain aspects of your story in order to prepare for a great future. Okay, so create, create, create the life that you want. But let that start in your mind. And it'll flourish to your heart and therefore it will manifest okay so the last tool try not to waste energy attempting to get over people grow past them instead okay outgrow. you know you just have to accept sometimes you're gonna outgrow certain relationships especially when it comes to a narcissist when it comes down to the narcissistic relationship if you are transitioning you're going to grow if you are transforming You're going to grow, and you're going to know it. Try not to waste a lot of energy attempting to get over the narcissist. Grow past the narcissist instead. Some narcissists don't ever forgive people who grow past them. Don't waste your time, okay? Narcissists, they create false images of other people that they target for source supply. Narcissists have false self-images. So what do you think they're going to do with other people? Yeah, they're going to create false images of him or her in order to tolerate them long enough to get the supply. Okay, so again, try not to waste a lot of energy trying to get over the narcissist. Grow past them instead. Take off the rose-colored glasses. Accept that you are outgrowing that relationship. In order to break free from narcissistic cultivated relationships, guess what? What I learned is that you have to break habits break habits in order to break free. There you go. Okay? So, um, you know, sometimes narcissists and cluster personality types, they don't they don't stay in their lane. They all up in your lane. Okay? They're creating false images of you. Sometimes they want to be you. Okay? But I'm not going to get too deep into that, but I think you all get the gist of it and I certainly hope you have received a lot of positive messages in this video today stay tuned for more videos stay tuned for more podcasts and check out the merch okay check out the ebooks and i do have online courses more of those are to come okay so until next time uh, i want you all to take care of yourself and uh stay tuned Symphony, you symphony, like hi youtube luminous star here Welcome to my channel, Luminous Star. Today I want to talk about some of the critical or profound questions that I ended up asking myself after a toxic relationship with a narcissist. See, see, some, some of these questions that I ask myself guys, they really help me to stay focused on my own life rather than the narcissist's life. You know, instead of pursuing them, trying to please them, and contemplating on whether or not to give them the 10th chance, not forget the second chance, forget the third chance. We're talking about the 10th chance here. Sometimes we go back and forth with narcissists like this, and it's draining emotionally as well as spiritually. So today I'm going to talk about some of those profound questions that I ended up asking myself that absolutely helped me to stay on track as far as like my own life goes, to stay focused on my own life, such as, what are my priorities? What are my values? What are my standards? What really matters to me? Okay, other than the obvious, myself, I matter, I count. Actually, that's one of the things I'm going to be getting into in this video. I'm going to go over with you three questions that I found to be profound and very critical in order to make sure that I stay focused on my own life rather than the narcissist's life. Okay? alright guys here we go and at the end of this video please hit the like and or subscription button and for my current subscribers much love to you and if this is your first time welcome 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 to the luminous star channel okay guys here we go question number one this is what i asked myself and this was very profound very right the first question is am i the only person that seems to care about the quality of the relationship. Am I the only person that's showing any signs of even being concerned about the quality of the relationship? If the question, I mean, if the answer is yes to that question, well, that's a huge red flag because that kind of says it all. You're the only one that's concerned about the quality of the relationship, meaning the narcissist doesn't care. Right? Maybe you really don't know why they don't care, and maybe you really can't answer those questions for them of of why they don't care. And you know, you really can't speak for the narcissist. However, if you see that you're the only one who seems to be concerned about the quality of the relationship, meaning, is there effective communication going on? Is there respect? Is there coming together and supporting one another? See, if those things are not going on in the relationship, it's probably a problem. That's an issue. That's an issue. So, the first profound question is Are you the only person in the relationship that seemingly is concerned about the quality of it? Right? Okay. Question number two, which is, and this one, actually the first one was quite profound. The second one and the third question is profound. However, the one that really hit home with me is question number two. Question number two is, does the narcissist realize that I matter? Do they treat me like I matter? Do they behave And demonstrate as if they are aware that I am an individual with a heart, a mind, you know, that I really matter. I'm another person in this relationship. I'm present. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Does the narcissist treat me like they know that? Do they treat me and do they behave as if they're aware of that? And if the answer is no, well, you know the rest. Guys, that particular question was the most profound for me because as I really started looking at the relationship and when I really started looking at how or, or noticing how I felt in that, like, wait a minute, I'm invisible here in this relationship with a narcissist. I'm invisible. How do I feel about that? What do I think about that? So question number two was very profound. Guys, I'm fixing myself some tea this morning. So you may heard that whistling in the background. But uh, yeah, question number two was very profound. More so than question number one. Question number two is, well, see, when you realize that you're invisible to the narcissist, they don't even see you as a person. Guys, that's, that's huge. So when I asked that question, it was just like a jolt. Like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't even exist to the narcissist. I'm not even considered a human being. I'm not considered an individual in this relationship. I am invisible. I am being used like a drug by the narcissist. I am being used like a drug. Did you hear what I just said? When you... Realize that you are being used like a drug, like alcohol, marijuana, you know, prescription medication. You are being used like that by the narcissist. So again, question number two, does the narcissist even behave like they know I matter? Like they know I'm human, like they know I exist. Do they even behave that way? Do they even treat me like they know that? That was very profound for me, guys. Very. Moving on to question number three. And the final question. That is, are you willing to stop idealizing the narcissist and the toxic relationship that you're having with them? The key word is toxic. As well as dysfunctional. It's a dysfunctional and a toxic relationship. Let's face it. So question number three is, are you willing to stop idealizing? the narcissist, and the relationship. In other words, are you willing to see, are you at a place right now where you're willing to see exactly who the narcissist is, where they may be, because you may not be able to see exactly where they are on the inside, but you can definitely see who they are based on the, off of their behaviors, which can be quite abusive and toxic. Are you willing to really see or face reality of who the narcissist is and that realizing that you're not going to change them. Right? The relationship. Are you willing to stop idealizing the relationship? The relationship is dysfunctional. It's toxic. Come on. We have to face that. The relationship with the narcissist is toxic and it is dysfunctional. Main reason why is because the the narcissist likes it that way. That's all the narcissist does. When it comes to relationships, they don't do healthy relationships. They don't. Narcissists only do toxic relationships or dysfunctional relationships. That's it. That's all they do when it comes to relationships. So the number one reason why the relationship, or at least the top three reasons why the relationship is toxic with the narcissist and it's dysfunctional with the narcissist is because the narcissist will only work to make sure that it remains that way. Picture it like this. Well, let me finish off with that point by saying, are you willing to face that reality? Are you willing to face that reality? Are you willing to stop idealizing the relationship as well as the narcissist? In other words, face reality. Are you there yet? Are you willing to do that? And if the answer is no, well, then, you know, you have a lot more work to do. Okay. So what I want to say about question number three is I want to use an example. Picture a house that's on fire. You're on one side putting the fire out of the house. I mean, you're putting your all into it. You're in there like the best fireman on the planet. You're putting that fire out. You're on one side of the house and you see you're making progress or maybe you're not making progress because it's like no matter how much water you're putting on that fire, it seems like it's not going out. Then you kind of stand there and like, why is the fire not being put out? I'm putting all this water. I'm putting all this effort into it. What's up? Till you realize on the other side of the house. The narcissist is pouring fuel on the fire, keeping it ablaze. So they're putting their all into it to make sure that that fire doesn't go out. While at the same time, you're doing everything. You're putting your all into it to make sure that that fire goes out. So you have two opposing forces that are equal and they're stuck. They're not going to go anywhere. And the narcissist knows that, by the way. You don't know it. But the narcissist does. And they're smiling. They're getting so much amusement out of that. They know you care. They know that you are authentic. You want that relationship to work. They know that. So this is why you guys are like this. And nothing's happening. Nothing's changing. And the narcissist likes it that way. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. And I hope that you've gotten some things out of it. My intention is to inspire and motivate you to take a very close look or at least reevaluate your relationship with the narcissist and then make some changes for yourself. Not so much the narcissist because they're not going to change. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. And at the end of the video, please hit the like or subscription button and leave me some comments. Okay, guys. So next time, take care of yourself. Bye now.